We're going to speak a few minutes about a very uh, important topic. Someone asked me how how everything's doing. How's your wife? Your children? How's your family? So Baruch Hashem, things are things are okay in that regard. But it's uh, it's a difficult time with we're in the shiva now of the God of Hadar. It's still trying to move forward from this tragedy. As Chazal tell us, it's Kesreva's base of Lekenu. It's like the base of Middash was destroyed when, when they Talmud Chacham of such a caliber as Nifter. It's like the base of Middash is destroyed. So how's your family, how's your wife, how's your children? When the base of Middash is destroyed, that takes the that's the top of the list. That's 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 what the problem is right now. So when you have Sarah Taira, as Rav Chaim Kineski was referred to as the Prince of the Taira, it's just hard to think about anything else. I, I want to first say that I'm not saying Divri Hespid. Not eulogizing Rechaim Kineski, I just want to say a few words of Divya Zikaron, of remembrance. It's only appropriate. There are two times that come to mind that when there was, when Klaiso did not eulogize, they were not maspid a leader properly. So it was very tragic for Klai Yisrael. We all know the story of Rus. And Elimelech and Omi and and their sons, they left Eretz Yisrael. There was a famine. Different reasons why there was a famine. The Medrash says there was a Rav because they didn't eulogize Yahushua properly. Now, if you do some math, you'll you'll see that this is hundreds of years earlier. And because Baruch was marach Hashem was patient with Klai Yisrael to do a proper tshuva, but nonetheless it didn't happen, and they didn't eulogize Yeshua properly. And there's a rub, there's a famine. You know, people went crazy a couple of years ago when they went to. I remember I went to uh, was a giant. It's called now Genardi's. I forgot the name of this place. And and I went in there and like the shelves were empty. My wife asked me for some basic type of something. Didn't didn't exist. You know, people were going crazy, like you know rub, a rub means there's nothing. There's nothing on the shelves, nothing nothing anywhere. And this famine happened, the major says, because they did not eulogize it and were not messed with Yeshua properly. And more recently, in our limudim, in our studies together, we came across that Shola Melech was not eulogized properly, and Saris became a cause of that as well. So we see when there's a godel, a leader, a manig in Klai Yisrael that's not properly eulogized, 
Tzorus, Tzorus come. So I said I'm not eulogizing because you have to know who's who's the roy who's fit to do the eulogizing to be a masbid. But what I can do is is just say divri zikaron some words that we should think about. If you want to call it a hesped, call it a hesped. I just don't want to put myself in that in that category. If chas I'm not being masbid karoy. If I'm not being if I'm not eulogizing properly. I joined the Levaya from from uh, online. I want to share with you a couple of things I heard over from the Maspidim. So his son, Reb Chaim's son, Hadam Chaim Chaim Shloimo Kinevsky. He said over a mice, it's a famous mice, that when the stipler was nifter, when Rechaim's father, the stipler was nifter. So Rechaim Kinevsky, the whole year, the Shona, the, the year of the Avelus, he gave a shear in Yushalmi. From the beginning of Brachos, every Maitzai Shabbos, he gave a shear. I don't know how many minutes, how long it was, he gave a shear, and people came. This goes back in the, to the 80s. Stifler's nifted in the early 80s. Mid-80s, early 80s. And after the year was over, they were holding in the middle of Masech Shabbos of Yerushalmi. And Rav Chaim's figure, look, let's just finish Shabbos, and then we'll stop this year. So his son, Rav Shloyma, asked him, you know, why stop this year? People are coming. Coming to learn, what's this, what's the, what's the reason to stop the share? Now, what I'm going to answer, give the answer that was said over. I don't understand. He didn't understand. I don't know if anyone understands, but I'll just tell you what was said over. And it's something to take out from it that we can relate to of the message that we want to bring out. He said, it takes time to prepare. So his son said back, but you're you're preparing a shear to be Marbet's Torah. You were here to be Marbet's Torah. So you're Marbet's Torah. You're, you're teaching to other people. So his son said, and how long does it take to prepare? He said, five minutes. It takes five minutes to prepare the shear. Five minutes to pay their share, so give the share. What's it says in five minutes I could be learning. I could be learning during those five minutes. So, yes, the part we can relate to, which is what he himself said, or Shlem Kineski said over, he says, Harbatz's Torah, we. But Rav Chaim Kineski was saying, is this five minutes of learning Torah? This five minutes I could be learning, I have Limudim, I have a set schedule to learn. There's five minutes to learn. 
Someone else will give a shear. Maybe that's I'm adding those words right now. Someone else will give the shear. His his diktuk on time, on using the time properly, is something that we have to come to appreciate when when there's a patira, when when someone passes away. And once again, I said I'm I'm trying to be careful that not to sound uh, you know anything that I am that I'm not, but the word hespid is from the word hefsid, same letters, which means a loss. I heard this from Abdullah Kohn Shlita once that when one does eulogize, those eulogies they discuss the loss. I just want to mention that because when there is a tzaddik that's nifter, we had to pick up the slack. Some some tzaddikim they they they, they were tremendous in chesed, in tefillah, in taira. So some encompassed all. Rav Chaim here, he was so makbid on the zman, on time, to appreciate and to value, what, what, is, what is five minutes, five minutes more of Liman Atayra? And what would he have been doing if not? He would have been pairing a shear to give. The Shiva Panovich, of Gershon Edelstein, Shlita, he said we have mechazek or liman musar. This is what he said over. He said over that we have to strengthen our liman musar. We have to strengthen our year shemayim. Is you do that Reb Chaim Kinyaski was a balmoifes. Balmoifes. He 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 would say things and things would happen. He would do things and things miraculously, if you will. And it wasn't just his Liman Atayra, his year Shemayim with his Liman Atayra, that I believe that's why Reb Gershon was saying this, that we have to strengthen our Liman HaMosr, because now with Reb Chaim not here, people, have, people have, you know, have asked me, so who's, who's like the next Golan Hador? There's always someone else. So that's not, that's, we're missing, an, there's, there's, no, there's, no, there's no such thing. There's no one. This is what Reb Gershon was saying, Yeshiva Fadavish, Reb Gershon was saying, there is no one, there is no one who, who was a Reb Chaim Kinyaski. You have other people who are tremendous tamdei chachamim. He was the one and only one in his generation. I want to share with you what's been going around as his daily schedule. I assume it's accurate. He would wake up in half an hour after chatzos and say, "Tikkun chatzos." Then they give a listing of his daily schedule. He will then learn 11 pages of Zohar, Zohar Kodesh, 10 chapters of Tehillim, 8 chapters of Tanakh, 10 chapters of Mishnah Brura. So you ask, like, didn't he know already, right? Right? He figured, you know, we finished Mishnah Brura here once over here, right? Should we learn something else? No. You learn it again. You have to make sure you know it like the back of your hand. Eight prakim of Rambam, ten simonim of Tor and Shulchan Aruch. This is every day. Eight daf of Bavli, Gemara Bavli, and then Gemara Yushalmi. Eight of each. 
a prokim of Midrashim, a prokim of the Kisve Arizal, I'm sorry, eight daf of Kisve Arizal, and eight daf and eight pages of Kisve Yeramchal. This is every day. Then, he would write his Chidush which we have many of his farm, Baruch Hashem. We have his farm. And twice a day, for an hour each, he would make himself available for people to come and to be a one, get a bracha, get a bracha. If you wanted to, get an give an etza, twice a day. And every year he'd make a siyam ashas on kolotarakula, the whole entire tayra, everything we just mentioned over here. And he would make a siyam erev Pesach, which is the day of Tainz Bechayim, erev Pesach. Yudal Nisan. This year there's a leap year. So he he made the siyam a month early. On Purim. Yudalad Adar. And the next day he was Nifter. Wow. He went up to Shemayim making a seam on Kultar Kula the previous day. And this is what he did year after year after year for years. Now that's his his own personal daily daily schedule. I recently saw that with his boys, with his children, he learned two and a half lot Gemara with them. Maybe it was the same two and a half lot to the eight lot. I don't know. He learned two and a half lot every day with them. With one of them, he finished Shas, his sons now, before his bar mitzvah. And the other ones after his bar mitzvah. We're talking here a different, different league. But I, I, want, I, want, I want to say something. Because sometimes what happens is is that when we talk about a different league, like Malachim, we have no, no relationship. So we hear these words and then we're in awe. But sometimes there's a disconnect. Because that was them, and this is me. This little me, and that's how great they were. There's, there's no connection, there's no relationship. And sometimes we, we can't take out a message to say, okay, that's for them to do eight blot a day of this. I can't do eight lines a day. What? Eight words a day. So, that's why I want to go back to the first thing we mentioned over here. Is the kedusha sazman, the sanctity of the time. Rebbeim Kinyaski wasn't known as the biggest genius in when he was in yeshiva. He was known as a smart person. But I'm saying there are some people who are known as like you know, it's a genius beyond belief. But he was known as a masmid. Masmid to sit and learn, to sit and learn. That that he was known as. And it's been it's factual that everybody knows this to be the case that just because you have a person who's gifted with a tremendous head, it doesn't mean he's gonna turn out to be the biggest, the biggest. But it's the person who sits and sits and learns and grows and learning. That's the person who keeps on plugging away. That's a way to take out. We 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 are not here to be Rachaim Kineski. 
We are here to be ourselves. Hashem's not going to say, why were you not Reb Chaim Kineski? He lived in the same generation as you. Hashem's not going to ask that question. Hashem's going to say, why were you not yourself? And the way for us to become ourselves, and this is what we want to take out from this, is the, is the Kedushas Azman. Kedushas Azman, meaning to use one's time properly. And not to feel and think, okay, I, I, I did some learning and made a check, my checklist, and then move on in life. I do whatever, I, you know, we have to ask ourselves, what's our daily schedule? He has a daily schedule here he put in. He gave to Hashem of his time, meaning he knew he, he, he was created here to serve Hashem. And he gave time in his day for people as well. So I read a story yesterday, last night, it was maybe this morning already, I don't know. I read a story that there was a father who was concerned that someone was having difficulty. He was concerned he was going to get messed up with drugs. And he went over to Reb Chaim because it's unfortunate this, this boy's friends were already involved with that and he was concerned. He says, well, what can I do to help, help protect my son? So he said, if I remember correctly, he said, help support a place that is helping take care of these boys. Help finance the rehabilitation of, of one of these boys. And it should be a schus for your son that he should not be involved with this. The person who was writing this, this message was the son. Six years later, he said he lost three friends that are not alive anymore, not in this world anymore. And he never, he never got messed up with any of that. He said he just found out this story this past Friday after Chaim was nifter, his father told him. So people went to Chaim Kinyanski and they, they asked Eitzas, this is an example of an Eitzah, what, what should we do? It's saying Yirei of Yaseh. Hashem does the rotten, the will of his Yirei of his those who fear him. There's a famous story with uh, with the Chagav. He's, he wrote a sefer on, on Chagavim, Kunches Chagavim. I have it in my house. Grasshoppers, kosher grasshoppers. And it was as he was writing the sefer, he needed he needed to see certain grasshopper. He needed to see it. The mice is the, the grasshopper came and jumped on his windowsill. And he saw he he saw the grasshopper. He needed to see what he saw. And he came up. He came and grasshopper jumped in, and they jumped away afterwards. Then he continued writing, but there was something he needed to clarify. And it came back. With Hashem does the will of his Yireyev, of those who fear him. There's, there's no question that there is a, a void in this Hasmadis Atayra, in this 
constant learning that Reb Chaim Kinyeski was known for. And we have to fill the void. We, Klai have to fill this void. We, we have to strengthen our Kedushas as man, our sanctity of the time that Hashem gives us. We have to learn more. That's, that's, that's what this void has created. This void has created. So you'll say, I'll show you my schedule. It's, it's packed, a jam-packed. You have to have the priorities. There's just a few thoughts I wanted to share with everyone. Like I said, it's 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 one has to be very careful to make sure they're masked properly. And I don't want to put myself to that category of whether this is a hesped, not a hesped. I can de- say some dibrizikaron, some words of remembrance, as difficult as it might be. So we spoke about the importance of kedushas as man, of learning more, and we spoke about specifically Regershon Edelstein of Shiva Panovich. He said we have to mechazek alim musr. And I was thinking. Like I said earlier, that perhaps he was saying this specifically because maybe that's what he was touching up. That's how he was defining or Chaim Kinyeski is such a bal Yoreshimayim. So that's why it's Ritzoyin Reb That's why he was so matzliach because he, he feared Hashem in such a high madrega. And with his Hasmada and his Yoreshimayim, he was a whole different person. He was, he was, he was mamish. Everybody would come to Chaim. For Eitzes, you know, when he came, eventually he changed, changed over. He would say Bua. He came for a bracha, say Bua. What's what's Bua? Bracha v'atzlacha. So they asked him, well, how long does it say to? How long does it take to say Bracha v'atzlacha? You want to say the fast? Bracha v'atzlacha. Bracha v'atzlacha. Bua. Once again, we we can't relate. We can't we can't understand. We can't really, we can't, we can't. But someone who understood the Kedushas Azman, when I'm calling Kedushas Azman the sanctity of time, of using this Kedusha that Hashem gave us time, <coughs> someone understand this, understood this. So for him, it's, it's Buha. For us, we're not on that level. For us to say Buha, so you say, you boo back to you. I'm saying, well, it's not, it's not, we, we, who are we? We're not, let's, let's not fool ourselves. These are the two things I just want to share with everyone to do in a practical sense, to take out, to appreciate the Zman, the time Hashem gives us, and to use that time properly, to strengthen our Limra Taira, our Zman of Limra Taira, as well as, as Shiva Panovich said, to strengthen our, our Limra Musa.